When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's a Friday morning episode. We are back in our respective rigs we've been touring for the last few days and doing other things we might talk about the other thing that we did a bit later on i don't Mm. think it's a secret is it no we'll talk about that in a bit but we're back in our respective rigs as we've just been saying to each other we are now back on civvy street Mm. we are regular jaws once again the bright lights have faded from the live shows that we did and the adulation has died down and uh, thanks to everyone that came along because it was fucking great wasn't it yeah it You're was missing brilliant. It, it was missing it. I, it was I, I, I sense some mournfulness in your voice there. No, luckily it's been quite busy since I got back. So, oh, good you for know, you. Nice. It's, uh, what with one thing and another, you know. So it's a distraction. It's good to remain distracted. Yeah, you don't want to slip into some kind of torpor. Never be alone with your what? own thoughts for too long because <laughs> they 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 will hurt they you. Will be- They'll begin to fester and take over and consume they you they eventually. So, um, you know, yeah. I've, got, I've got things to do, like, you know, for instance, I'm going to the dental hygienist this morning. Oh, right. Was that a deliberate thing to put that in to sort of, like, re, re, um, you know, re-enter society? It by was, doing yeah. something like that? Well, it's an interesting situation with the dental hygienist, if you want to hear it. Um, yeah. I've been going to the same dentist for many years. Mm. And uh, there was a hygienist there, and uh, she um, she left, like, about uh, six months ago. And she, she, she told me she was leaving, and she told me that she was starting up her own practice. Right. And I was like, oh, best of luck with it. And anyway, she's been tapping me up on Twitter on direct messages. I mean, this is not the sort of conduct you would usually expect from a dental hygienist. It's a bit rogue. I like it. I'm not criticising it, but usually they're by the book sort of people. They're medical professionals. Mm. But she's been well, as we know with medical professionals, they would never be here in a. They'd never take to social media to be further their cause or anything like that. Yeah, but she. uh, She's been tapping me up. She's been DMing me, going, do you want to come to a new practice? I don't know if this contravenes the terms of her departure from the original dentist. Well, exactly, yeah. Data protection and all that, isn't it? GDPR. I I asked her how much she was charging 
and whether she could and I and I thought because at first I thought now nah, I've got loyalty to the other lot and I thought nah she's a pretty good hygienist and yeah. um, she uh, so but then I thought well you know let's see if I can knock her down a bit <laughs> so I'm not to tell <laughs> I've said I will only come if you better the price that you know I am paying at the other place mm-hmm. she's done that and then when she still didn't receive a final confirmation from me, she sent me the real, the the one that sealed the deal, a message saying, hi, Sam, hope the tour is going well with Top Flight Time Machine. Ah, nice, oh. nice touch. She's done a bit it's of nice research. Touch. Yeah, yeah, Cause good. To, you know, because when, when you go to the dentist or the dental hygienist, you sort of think, all I am to this person is a mouth, a some mouth. gums, and yeah, some Yeah, a teeth. workplace. She, yeah, exactly. Like, my mouth is her foundry. Yeah. Right? Your teeth or are her lathe. When she looks downwards, because I'll be lying flat and she'll be looking straight down into my gob, mm. it, I always think of that sort of pit that they tried to throw Luke Skywalker into <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but you know the one, Chapa's yeah. big pit in the desert. And I think that's probably what my <laughs> mouth she, looks like from above not, with my is tongue. Is it not called? Yeah. Is it not called Jabba's Big Pit? Yeah, that's it. Send <laughs> it to Jabba's Big Pit. Check him. Chuck him in my big pit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a... Uh, I used to have a Lego Jabba's Big Pit. Did you? <laughs> nah. I did I'm have a Lego that, Jabba's how Palace that work? once. It was, it was actually my daughter's, but it was one of those situations where I think I bought it for her a bit too young. Yeah, and so obviously it was just for me. And there was a period where me and my wife, instead of watching Netflix or or what you know whatever most couples do together, we'd spent a long period just staying up at night after our daughter had gone to bed when she was quite young and just building Jabba's Palace Doing out Jabba's of Lego. Palace. It's really good, really good uh, sort of part of a marriage. That anyway, that is the beginning, the middle, and the end of my uninteresting dental hygienist story. She undercut her. Uh, she did her research to show that she knew I was a human, mm. a three-dimensional human with a life of his own, not just some mm. teeth and some badly diseased gums, right? Mm. Oh, um, I was I was more than that. And so that's what I'm going to... I suppose one of the points of me telling it is to show the listeners that, yeah, we were out on the road living it large, like, you know, um, what would we be like? Sort of Led Zeppelin in the 70s. Kind you know, of, yeah. Flying yeah. around on a jumbo jet to like you know thousands of adoring fans but now i'm just like any other cunt i'm back having to have having to have my gums scraped clean Mm. by a polish woman you know and that's just the way it goes i think it's good that she's done that because you know you you you've got you're reassured because not only are you getting the service you used to get Mm. at a reduced price yeah she's also going to have invested in brand new equipment so that's what she's been telling me that's part of her pitch she's told me that it's state of the art stuff Mm. around at the new place and she says I'm going to be wowed by it so I'm actually quite looking forward to it I mean I quite like the dentist because it's quite relaxing isn't it you just lie there you don't have to switch off don't you Yeah. yeah as long as you don't mind a little bit of pain it's like going to the the hairdressers which obviously I don't do anymore but without the sort of need to chat yeah, you know me. Sometimes I like a chat, but some days I'm not in the mood. And the good thing about dentist is there's no pressure because you can't even if you wanted to. You can't speak. No, no. that's true. 
I might, I might book in for a session myself next time I'm down there. You see, I've made you think about it now, haven't I? Oh, you at have. my place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll know about you now, mate, because she's done the, the research into the podcast and she might offer you, she, hopefully she'll just offer you the same deal. Yeah. Or, Is there like you a know, referral, referral you, bonus you or something? You could tell her you how much like... you pay in Sunderland for your mm. dental hygienist there and insist she undercuts it. You go, look, I'm toying with getting my teeth cleaned while I'm in London because it, it works out logistically more convenient for me. Yeah. But I'm going to need you to match your better Sunderland prices. I'm, I'm thinking of getting my teeth done London style. London style I'll teeth, tell her. yeah. Oh, imagine how snobby they're going to think you are then when you get off the train yeah, in Sunderland. Look at him. Around with London teeth. Look at him with his London Showing teeth, his clean yeah. gums that have been all scraped out by state-of-the-art equipment. <laughs> by an immigrant. <laughs> by an immigrant. <laughs> Disgusting. Don't know who he thinks he is. We would stand for that up here in the Brexit capital of the UK. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Ah, right, shall we do some predictions? Yeah. For the weekend's football. We're a bit hamstrung, Sam. Um, there's, it's the apparently there's a Premier League winter break on. Oh yeah, who knew? Yeah, West Ham um, are but, playing, but I think well, yeah, there's, there's a Premier League winter break on for some teams. Yeah, because there's for still West four Dan. matches on. There's still four matches on over the weekend. That's what I don't know. The winter break works, but I think they go. break it up over two weeks. Do they? Yeah, so oh, West Ham right, get a break next week. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Right, so there's only four matches on this week, and we'll do them, and we'll do Sunderland and Millwall, and that's mm. your lot. So there's the the random fixture generator blob has been um, put back in his box, his cage, and he's just he's hibernating really, you know, like on Blue Peter. Well, he, he needs to, to hibernate the tortoise. He himself every year. needs a winter break. Yeah, exactly. He used to hibernate the tortoise on Blue Peter. Do you remember that? It was a special episode. Yeah, I remember when it came back out dead box. one year. Oh, remember fuck that? Yeah. That happened live on TV. Yeah. No oh, wonder. Fuck, it's no, dead. no wonder this generation is all riddled with anxiety and depression. <laughs> Things like that going on on the box when we were at a formative age. Time to open up Tommy the Tortoise because it's February. Oh, he's dead. Here he goes. Oh, he's all gone and dead. Yeah, no wonder oh. Peter Purvis had to withdraw from public life. Yeah, that's probably why. Quick, go to adverts. Oh, we haven't got adverts. It's oh, BBC. Fuck, it's the BBC. Oh, shit. Go to the put potter's the, wheel. Put that, <laughs> put that clip of the elephant having a piss again. Put that on. <laughs> while we sort this thing out. While we, get, that... while we get this bastard binned. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we get the replacement in. Put that <laughs> clip. Put that clip of Nolksy climbing up that fucking tower. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, Nelson's well, column, wasn't it? Have you watched that minutes. recently? <clears throat> oh, Sorry, yeah. go on. Just five on, minutes, what? and I'll make a fucking new t- tortoise out of fucking papier mache and some yogurt pots. The silly <laughs> concert on won't know the difference. Have you watched that clip of John Nokes climbing up Nelson's Not in column? A long time. I mean, I am familiar with it. Are you are you afraid of heights in any way or anything like that? Do you have uh, any fears? Yeah, a bit, I suppose. Not Jesus massively. Jesus fucking do not watch it. It's, it's just him going up there in his flared jeans and a jacket. Yeah, but he's got. Has he not got ropes and harnesses? There's a bit of it, but not a lot. I suppose it's, not it's a the seventies. It's pretty much re- just him climbing up Nelson's column up a ladder. He's fucking it's, mad, John Nokes, wasn't he? Fucking honestly, I'm not a squeamish man, but I watched it recently because they tweeted it again. And it's fucking terrifying. See all these people they've got on TV now who think they're daring and adventurous, whether that's your, um, you know, the SASU tough enough bloke, mm. I've forgotten his name, Ant Middleton. Middleton, Stupid. yeah. Bit of a posh name for an SAS bloke anyway, isn't it? Yeah. And, bit or, of a shitty name. Named after an insect. 
Yeah, exactly. The fucking weakest of all the animals, an ant. <laughs> Why don't you name yourself after a fucking ape or a lion? A lion, yeah. Lion middle. <laughs> and uh, or you get the other ones who think they're a bit edgy and out there like the dickheads off of Top Gear. Yeah. Like fucking... Actually, I forgot to tell you, on the terrible day of Pharmacy Gate at this morning... Because it was t- my experience on this morning was overtaken by the pharmacist. I forgot to tell you many other things that happened. One of which was when I was in the green room, Richard Hammond, the hamster, the hamster. came in yeah. and went, hi, uh, hi, uh, where's my dressing room? And I was about to say, never mind your dressing room, dickhead. You're in here with the rest of us cons. This is where the guests wait, right? And he was, he had his hair was all done in a bouffant style. Yeah, uh, he had a, a he had a colourful sort of, wasn't he? He had a colourful neckerchief on, and yeah. he also likes to wear sort of ethnic beads around his neck as well to suggest that he's not just a dreary suburban fucking golf club car obsessed dope. He's has, like, he, um, has he still got he that beard? He accessorises himself to suggest that he's actually got a spiritual side. Has he still got that beard? Yeah, he had the beard. So fucking I've about hell. given it a hamster. Fucking sit sit down here and have a fucking cup of tea, you dickhead. There's no fucking dressing rooms here. <laughs> but before I could get the words out, a runner's just fucking leapt up and said, oh, yes, just this way, Richard. Oh, and he, he did have his own fucking dressing room separate to the rest of us, the cunt. Fucking prick. Yeah. But anyway, compare him to John Noakes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No comparison, is there? Noaksy was like, there was no fucking... You wouldn't catch Noaksy punching a runner for not bringing him a hot dinner like no. um, Clarkson did. Do you know what I mean? No, it's exactly. Like, Noakes is like, right, what should we do for the show this week? I know what I'll do. I'll climb up fucking Nelson's column. Or it'll mm. take a bit of a while to get that arranged. No, it fucking won't. Let's go there no, now. They've got a ladder. I'll just get up with Grab yeah, a fucking a rope and a ladder. We're going up. <laughs> I'm going to clean the White Cliffs of Dover today with me fucking ass. Let's <laughs> go. Fuck about. Go Get in with the Noakes. Mobile. That was good as well, wasn't it? What was that? Go with Noakes. Go with Noakes. Yeah, the sequel wasn't it? After he, that was his solo project. He quit. He, decided he, got, that too, it, he got too big. He literally got too yeah. big for Blue Peter. There was creative differences, wasn't there? Probably between him and Purvis. He outgrew it. Yeah. So Do you think he Noakes. was the Robbie Williams of the of the setup? Very much so, yeah. Um, yeah. And Purvis was the barler. Took the dog with him as well, didn't he? I'm taking I'm, the fucking I'm dog. I'm going, and I'm t- I'll tell you something else at all. I'm taking fucking Shep. Right? Read the small print. <laughs> and then, like, Biddy Baxter's like, you can't take Shep. That's property of the show. Hey, two words, small claims caught. <laughs> Read the fucking small print, love. All right, Biddy, let's have a little test, shall we? Shep, Shep. Come on, come to Noxie. Shep runs over. See? Doesn't go to fucking Biddy because you never fucking... When was the last time you fed the cunt? Never. (laughs) There you go. Possessions nine-tenths of the law. Take the (laughs) FN. So, uh, yeah, John Noakes. Good times. Um, I'll try and dig out that clip and tweet it because, fucking hell, it is just... Maybe we'll deep dive going. (laughs) Fuck, maybe we should. It's that would be amazing. Deep dive going notes would be great. I'm now looking to see if there's an episode on the YouTube, because if there is, we're doing it. No with Noakes. Oh, there'll be loads of episodes, won't there? You would think so. Sort of yes, thing. go with Noakes, the Red Arrows. Yeah, perfect one to start with. 
Ah, lovely. And I hope he does something well. like I like it when they attempt to eat something whilst in a in a Red Arrow's plane. That sort of thing I mm. could imagine him doing. Uh, Do you know what I mean? I've a, brought uh, me sandwiches with me, but let's see if I'm able to eat it. There's someone where he does some kayaking as well. Yeah, we'll have a look at them at some point. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Jalapeño. Where were we? Football predictions and that. Uh, First match. I'll go first if you like. Yeah. Everton versus Crystal Palace. Mm. I think this is going to be a comfortable Everton win. I think this will be 2 0. No problem for Everton. Slightly yeah, revitalised. Pretty, predict- pretty good prediction. Um, I'm going to say 2 1. Feel free to match it. What are you saying? 2 1. 2 1. I think Palace have often got something up their sleeve. Yeah. Well, not this way. They're yet. no mugs, Palace. That's the thing about them. That's what's frustrating about West Ham's relegation battle is I look at the other teams and I think mm. they've all got something. They've all got a manager or something who's who's capable of, of pulling off results. Like yeah. Hodgson's teams never just get turned over. They don't get relegated, do they? No. Hodgson's teams, very rarely. Uh, right, Brighton versus Watford, which is the kind of Walter the Softy Whoa. versus the Dennis the Menace of I the Premier that, League. I think Watford are going to win that. Mm. I think it's going to be Brighton nil, Watford one. Mm. I think it'll be three one to Watford. Wow. How about that? How about that? Uh, onwards, Sheffield United versus Bournemouth. I'll go first here. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United become my favourite team in the Premier League. What? Yeah. It's done pretty. They're overachieved, and they play in red and white stripes. It reminds me of Sunderland's efforts in. 2000 and 2001 that's so stupid to support why? a team why is it because stupid? they've got the same colours as you you don't see me going around liking Villa in fact if anything I hate the teams who've got the same colours as West Ham because I think fuck off get your own colours dickheads yeah but they're not in my league they're in a different league so I'm allowed to like them plus as well yeah, overlapping centre-backs and blue cunts get your own kit overlapping centre-backs there Chris Wilder's yeah, that's, gone. That's, right. hipster, that's hipster bullshit. It's not. It's not even hipster bullshit. He's just gone. What can I do? 
Let's fucking... I don't know. What can I do to give us an advantage? Fucking send the centre-backs up. Go on. Get up there. Yeah. It's not a hipster bollocks. Oh, it's come from nowhere. If it Graham come from Potter the had pres- overlapping centre-backs, you'd be spitting feathers. Yeah, because he'd have got it from somewhere else. It'd have come from one of the prescribed texts mm. of the hipster you football like community. because he's a gruff northerner. Yeah, That's exactly. Why. Yeah. Yeah. So there you are. Anyway, 3-0 Sheffield United. Uh, no, I'm going to backtrack and go 2-0. I got carried away there. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say 2-0, but fine, yeah. 2-0 well, United. Say 2-0. 2-0. Done it. Right, 2-0 then. Fine, there we go. Onwards, Manchester City versus West Ham United. Well, I always predict West Ham to win, but on this occasion, they've broken me, and I'm going to say 3-0 City. Fucking hell. 3-0 City. Um... 2-0 you know I'm, what I'm really trying to do is trick the cosmos because every time I predict yeah. West Ham to win we lose so I'm trying to flip things round on the cosmos we've had, hey we've cosmos had, see what you make of this dickhead we've had dealings with the cosmos as well on me this week yeah a lot um, on to Sunderland versus Ipswich is it me to go first this time I think yeah. it is isn't it fuck this is a tough one um God, I think it's going to be 1-1. Sunderland-Ipswich. Can't see us winning this one. 1-0 to Sunderland. We've sort of gone a bit shit again the last three games. We've yeah, only scored that. once in the last three matches. A bit worrying. Yeah, you'll probably be Parkinson out again, won't you? Nick? Yeah, a give it a couple of weeks, of weeks yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, he's been here for four months and we're basically no further forward than we were when he oh took over. Oh, my God. So, okay, right, I see. You know. Yeah. Uh, Millwall versus West Brom. Ah, oh, massive. Millwall nil, West Brom two. It's on the telly as well. This one on Sunday. Uh, Millwall West Brom. I think it'll be. I gotta go one one. Bloody love West Brom. Yeah, one one. You bloody love West Brom. They're your favourite team because they've got West it's... in the name. No, because they've got Billich is the manager. Julian Dix, my all-time favourite player, oh, right, is yeah. the assistant manager. Yeah. And their best player is Grady Dean Garner, who belongs to West Ham. He's okay, on the um, we, we had some, speaking of the Cosmos, we were talking about the Cosmos the other day when we were in Leeds, weren't we? Uh, yeah. The Blue Tones kept coming Cosmos up on slight chat. return. Right, well, a good, a good pal of mine, Richard Easterbrook, who's a listener as well, he messaged me a couple of days ago and he said, last night I picked up the guitar and began idly strumming away until I happened upon the D chord. Fuck, I wouldn't know what that means, but there you go. Which I absentmindedly kept coming back to. He's painting himself as a little bit of a uh, Richard Hammond character yeah, he is, here. isn't he? Isn't he, Rich? Just, just I idly strumming away. I was barefooted smoking a joint up in my attic. Yeah. Just, just strumming. Kept, I kept coming back to the D chord. Something was telling me something. Yeah. It was like the was, cosmos was getting me was, to play the I was dreamscaping D. on the old guitar. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, he says, I realised this was the opening chord to Slight Return by the Blue Tones. No. I worked out the rest of the chords and played it, having not heard it or even thought about the Blue Tones for ages. He yeah, says but he this, had probably listened to Top Flight no, Time no, Machine. No, no, final sentence. He says, this was before I listened to the most recent TFTM from Fucking Leeds. Fucking hell. Ooh. You know what? You know you know the fellas from the Blue Tones. I think the next step is we get in touch, tell them what's been going on, and yeah. ask for them to show us the way, tell us what we need to do. Mm, they'll probably just try and get us to go to one of their gigs. Here's a Cosmos thing, but you have to take a leap of faith and believe what I tell you. Mm-hmm. 
So we're in Leeds. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Leeds? Or, not, or was it Nottingham? Nottingham. Might have been Nottingham. And, it's all a blur, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it was Nottingham, right? And there was some. There was an 80s soul track playing um, after the show out in the main bit. And I was um, enjoying listening to it. I can't remember what one it was. And so, and it popped into my head the time ages ago before we did this podcast when you wrote on Twitter about uh, Shaka Khan's I Feel For You. Mm. And Shaka Khan liked it or retweeted Shaka Khan, it. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan yeah. retweeted it. You were like, oh, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> Come on, rock me, Shaka Khan. Right, and uh, I remember seeing you around that time going, God, this is like the best thing ever. You might as well just stop Twitter. I mean, Shaka Khan's retweeted you. It's incredible. And while this song came on, that story came into my head, but we were talking about something else, and I nearly said to you, oh, Andy, remember that time when Shaka Khan retweeted you? And then I got distracted, and we started talking about something else. But then I just had it in my head, right? I feel for you now. Remember we walked home up the hill in Nottingham and you just stopped at the travel lodge and I carried on up the hill. Yep. About a minute after I'd left you, a bus pulled up next to me mm-hmm. and a drunken man got off the bus. <laughs> and he was the only other man around, right? Because it was quite yeah. late. He got off, right? And as he got off, he walks towards me and I thought, oh, here we go, some nutter. And he's singing because he's drunk and he's singing... Baby, baby, when I look at you, Whoa. I get a warm seat. Except he's not singing Whoa. it as nicely as I just did. He's singing, I feel for you. <laughs> I thought, singing it to you? This is like something out of a movie, like It's a Wonderful Life. Because yeah. there is always like a drunk or a homeless person who turns out to be someone in, in, wise. in possession of a higher truth. Yeah. Very often it's God or Jesus turns out to be a tramp and they teach you a lesson because you've ignored them on the street because you think they're nothing. And then they go, well, actually, dickhead, I was John God all along. (laughs) So hopefully you've you've learned an important lesson not to judge a a book by its cover. Right. Um, Anyway, that's fucking weird, isn't it? I mean, I appreciate that in order to really understand how good this story is, you have to accept that I had a thought in my head that I Mm. didn't say out loud. But I'm now, just I'll, telling I'll, you I'll it's put the that truth. Trust in you. Yeah. Well, I, can I just say all of the, the cosmos has been screaming at us all week then, hasn't it? Mm. And ever since we started talking about John God in Sunday's in yes. the Sunday night, Monday I episode. This now, this is how do we interpret it? Do we either interpret this as John God saying, Hey, I've heard what I'm you I'm watching you, cuds. I've I've heard your God material, right? I listen to all the podcasts. Of course I do, I'm God. I keep up with all of them. <laughs> The thing about me is, right, even though there's a huge amount now, I am able to listen to about a thousand simultaneously. Because I'm God. Because I'm God. The right? God of they, That's what that, that, in some cultures, they refer to me as the man with a thousand ears. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's India. Yeah. Where I'm actually an elephant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, I've, uh, I've heard what you said. On the latest edition of Top Light Time Sheet. And it's not fucking funny, so pack it in, right? I'm going to send you a load of cosmic messages and be in no doubt, be in no doubt that the subtext, the thinly fucking veiled subtext of those messages is pack it in, it's not funny, right? Or is he saying, lads, I've heard some of the God stuff you did. It was fucking it. funny. Loving I loved it. it. Keep going. Yeah, have yourself a bit of fucking cosmic coincidence. <laughs>
<laughs> this is a little treat for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, throwing a, like throwing a bone for a dog. I've laid on a few things. A lot of it's to do with the blue tones. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Shaka Khan and all. A dash of Shaka Khan and on then top. Andy's, Andy's also going to come up trumps in a charity shop. <laughs> yes. Yes. In case you missed that on Twitter, I got the seven inch single of the 1986 World Cup theme for ITV Aztec Gold. Oh, and the story of Star Wars on that LP. Was courtesy of John God. Courtesy of John God. I only bought the Star Wars one because of. It, it it because of what it is. When I got yeah. the record out, have a look at it. It is absolutely fucked. Oh right, unplayable. Well, so when you went up to pay at the charity shop counter, was it like it looked like just an old woman covered in like rags? But mm. then when she said, "Will there be anything else, sir?" She briefly glanced up at you, and you caught a brief glimpse, and it wasn't an old woman; it was an old man with a long white beard, no, and his uh, eyes sparkled, and he winked at you, and it made a noise, ding, and he went, "Ah, anything uh, else for you, sir?" Yeah. And you thought, <laughs> "John God," and then when you look back, he'd gone. He wouldn't appear like that though in that form, would he? It mm. was in the shop. It was two old women, and one of them was talking about a mammogram that she'd had recently. Right. And how uh, she hadn't had any results back, and she was wondering if what you know what the results were. And oh God! Saying, I thought you meant a mammogram, which is like when you send someone dressed up as an old man round for someone's birthday. No, that's to a very different them. thing. And they, is, you knock on the door, and someone's dressed is, up as your mam, and they do a dance and sing <laughs> "Happy Birthday" and give you a kiss. <laughs> that's a, a nice side side uh, hustle you could develop, but no, yeah, not that mammograms. And then, and it's well, particularly so, good for anyone whose mum has passed away. Because yeah. it's a little reminder on their birthday. You, you know, we research it, what your mum looked like, and we dress an actress up as her and send yeah. her around to surprise you on your birthday. It's a mammogram. That's like that story. Do you remember a while ago there was, a, I think it was a hotel. It might have been in Bali or somewhere like that. And a couple had gone there because their their son had died when they were there the oh, year before. Right. And the hotel recreated some kind of dummy to look like their dead oh, child and I left it on I the bed of the that, hotel yeah. Fuck. That's, that's really misjudged, isn't it? It's a yeah, it's bad customer service, that isn't it? Yeah. But hey, it we've laid on something special for you two because yeah, we, 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 we love we returning customers. We know that it didn't work out too well for you last time you were here, so we've tried to uh, something, put something a bit special on. Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah! We appreciate you giving us a second chance, right? <laughs> After last year's disaster, which let's be honest, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no two. Let's address this up and make it into something it isn't. It was it a were, nightmare for were, all of it us. It was a terrible holiday. Talk about holidays from hell. It was just as bad for us as it was for you, probably, because you know we we've had to live with it as well and we've had think to about live it. With and, the reviews on TripAdvisor, yeah, fucking gone to shit. Uh, Andy, um, I've got a surprise on this episode, something you, you and the cunters might have forgotten about. All right, yeah. Uh, last week I made mention of the novel I was going to write, the Choose Your Own Adventure novel. Yes. I did a poll for what the subject of the um, did. novel yeah. should be. And by a landslide, it mm. was Bonnie and Clyde set in space. Yeah, I'd have gone with that, to be fair. Slash yeah. the future, right? Yeah. It won by a long margin. I've got the opening passages for it. Um, and then I haven't written, but I'll make up off the top of my head the uh, choice of what happens next. Okay. Or I tell you what, 
why don't I say one happens next and you say another? You okay. just make one up and then we'll let, leave it over to the country. Let's have it. Okay. Right, this is set in the future, right, mm-hmm. in space. Bear right. that in mind. Okay. It was a blazing hot January morning, typical of the season. Mm, hey. Good. See? Twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Future. Straight so it's away. Either, it's either in the future or in Australia. Straight away, I've made you think, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it could be in Australia. All right, whatever. <laughs> it was a blazing hot January morning, typical of the season. Officer K1YD3. Hmm. If you write that all down, it looks like Clyde. But anyway. Right. Yeah. Officer K1YD3 woke good. suddenly as if from a terrible dream. But that was impossible. Cyborgs like him couldn't dream. Hmm. Uh, his, his mind was just circuit boards and wires crudely soldered together by whichever government technician made him long ago in the slave mines of Josie Altidore 12. (laughs) It's the name of a planet. And yet his system buzzed and whirred with a vision, a vision of a human female, tall, blonde, with eyes as deep and green as the reservoirs on the Hydra planet Babylon 5. Mm. Spaceman, I always wanted you to go into space, man. Her Mm. words echoed inside of his memory drive. What was it she had said? I want to go to space, man, and I want to rob space banks with you. Mm. Help me, K1YD3. You're my only hope. Mm. Could she have been real? She certainly had a name, and her name was Bonnie. Mm. That's that's as far as I've got. Now, what happens next, then? All right. Bonnie turns up in his rig. Mm-hmm. And she's naked, and right, yeah, okay, and is yeah. Up, up for sex with a cyborg. That's yeah. my one. What's your one? Oh, fuck! I was going to say that as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he is taken away by some space cops mm. for questioning because they pick up the fact that he's had a dream when he's not supposed to. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's better, to be honest. Okay, there we are. we'll put that on Twitter for a Twitter poll and um, I'll update it at some point in the future yeah. or won't. just depends. Yeah, whatever. We haven't had time to talk about the secret thing we did yesterday, so we'll, we'll save that for next week. It's uh, quite nice to keep it a secret, isn't it? Yeah, that's it for this one. Uh, if you're IFS, we'll be back with an Owen Odyssey that we didn't get round to earlier in the week. We'll do that for tomorrow um, at TTFN, dickheads. TTFN. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns